Carter, what are you doing today? Going to jail. Oh, that's right. And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Well, I've been watching Man Track for the last week in class (laughs) (laughs) Not lying Man Tracker? Yes Man on a horse Well, okay, we've read a book called uh, No, what's it called? The Most Dangerous Game? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which surviving Man. the game was based off of, okay. you know? And that's about a guy that invites people out to his... He's a crazy guy who, like, destroys people's boats so they shipwreck on his island and then befriends them and then tells them he's going to hunt them and kill them. Yep. It's a sweet... It's like my kids loved it. They loved it. And then we read uh, a book called The Pearl by John Steinbeck in which a guy finds a pearl and he gets hunted by trackers. So there's trackers in both of them. And I don't know mm. why it took me till the very end of the year. You know when you need those few days of just killing time? I was like, what is there that's like a theme? I'm like tracking. I'm like, man tracker. So now all my kids know about man tracker. And every time they get caught, the class just like erupts and cheers. Or like if he misses the guy with the lasso, like the whole, like they react to every single part of it. Like everything. They're all on and man like tracker's they, side? Um, they're in the side of just anything interesting happening. If Man Tracker <laughs> screws up, they laugh at him. You know, if he wins, they cheer for him. If the people make it to the goal, they cheer for them. They just love the okay. the action of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you're just killing time and not training killers. Because wasn't the Zodiac Killer in San Francisco influenced by that movie? The, the most dangerous game? I think he was. So you be careful there. I don't Teaching know. That, that book is... That, that story's intense. Like, it's... Yeah. It's Bring a good back story. a copy. It's a good story. It's just a, it's it's only a few pages about a guy that just wants to hunt people. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's in like public domain, Brad. You don't need to bring get Trevor to bring you back a paperback from Kuwait. I'm pretty sure you can just Google it, public domain, find a six page PDF. Well, I don't yeah, like reading good. Like you know, there's there's baggage restrictions, man. Have some respect. Um, I'm having a party tomorrow in my class. Ooh. The students are pre order. Okay. The thing is, is it's exam review days. So out of like 25 kids, I had like seven show up today in my homeroom because nobody comes to these days. And they're like, no, missed it. Tomorrow we are having a party. I'm like, you know, there's only seven of you that are going to come. And they ordered three big boxes of KFC. Kernels. Like, like big, bo- like bucket, like the buckets. Yeah. Um, like a half dozen pizzas. Hey, two, bring me back a bucket. I need this a prop 40, for a movie. 48. Um... <laughs> What are those donuts called? Krispy Kremes? Oh, you have that there. Cool. No, we like, don't even have that here. They, like, there's going to be enough food to feed 150 people, probably. And they just, I'm like, you know, there's like eight of us. They're like, mister, we do not care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's people starving outside. Mister, we do not care. <laughs> no, they don't. And it's, but they won't throw away food either. No? What do they do with it? They'll eat it or give it to the maids or... Oh, okay. Because our school has like 10 maids in each hallway. Nice. Like actually... Well, it's sad actually. It's really depressing. <laughs> but okay. Because no. they get paid about $100 a month and nice. work seven I days mean, a week no. for 10 hours. 
It's really weird. And the jobs they do are not fun. But anyway, sometimes the maids get fed. But it's like it's against their religion to waste food. Like okay. really against their religion. It's like an unforgivable sin. So I don't know what we're going to be doing with this food on the last day of school. So I might have a lot of kernel coming home with me. Bring back for Brent along with yeah. his book. <laughs> Is this boneless kernel? I, it's, I think it's original recipe and a, a couple zingers or zinger wraps or whatever they're called. Yeah. Are you even up to date with what I mean by yeah. that? Don't get me started on this. Up to date on what? The bones. The bones are no more. They're phasing but, out the bones. That sucks. That's what's so fun about eating chicken is like holding it and eating like a like Fabio on a beach having pirate love. Oh, God. Don't even. Okay. So I watched all KFC's like um, Wall Street Journal interviewing KFC CEOs and stuff like this. Like, why are you just eliminating the bones? It's like kids today don't even know that chicken has bones. They just grew up on nuggets. They're the nugget generation. It's like, no, okay. <laughs> and the nugget generation the, quote. I'm yeah, that's. Yeah, that's yeah the name of the episode too. But <laughs> <laughs> but I could actually see their reason for why they're switching from like you know real chicken to this crappy boneless chicken, is because fast food restaurants make their money during lunch hour. Actually, like dinner is just a second thought. Lunch hour when business people and everything go to eat, that's when the real money is to be made. And so they don't have time to you, you know you can't eat chicken in your car while driving. You can't eat chicken. Like to go quickly at the office desk. It's a huge mess, right? You get greasy and everything. So that's why they're going this way. So you can eat while driving and stuff like that. But That's terrifying. I know. It sucks. So what? Are they breeding chickens to not have bones? <laughs> yeah, no. It's like if I'm going to eat KFC, it better be like somewhat resembling real food. Cause now are they actually getting rid of here. all the bones? Uh, they're going to be phasing it out. So you can still buy it, but... If, if things go to plan, they would like. They're to, not uh, going not. to plan. That's never going to happen. Probably because it's even more never going to work. Boneless stuff, and it's like gross because it's like white meat and dark meat fused into one. It's goop into it's one a paste. nugget and stuff. I know it's not good. Does it still have skin? No, it doesn't. Because people well, then don't it's like garbage. The skin. They said they what? said people. Well, send me the skin if you don't like it. <laughs> Uh, yes. Oh my God, <laughs> Colonel! So out the Colonel, wake up, kid. Colonel! Wake up! Get out of your grave, Colonel! This would never have happened if Colonel was still alive today. Over Colonel's dead he's body, he's put dead, it, and they killed him, and they made it boneless. They've got. They did they, it. They took his the bones nugget generation and they killed him. Over the damn nugget generation. And they just interviewed this like nineteen-year-old mom with three kids, and she's like, "It's Her. easier for me because don't got no mess." And my kids don't choke on the bones. <laughs> the only person happy about this is my dogs. Because really, like, chicken bones are, like, the cause of, like, 50% of dog deaths. <laughs> All the flavor, none of the death. All the flavor, none of the death, <laughs> did you say? Exactly. Is someone moving a table? <laughs> That's a baby upstairs. Walking and pushing chairs. <laughs> nice. Buildings. Towers and stuff. Towers. Let's talk mm. about some towers. Tower of power. Do sweet to be sweet sour. To be so you <laughs> look like a monkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
So uh, yesterday they completed the uh, New World Trade Center in uh, the in New, New World Order. Yeah, in the beyond, last yeah. I mean Hollywood Hogan. Okay, so so the New World Trade Center was uh, they they put the spire on top, and hopefully I can get a tour when I head down to New York late September. Um, so it is seventeen seventy six feet high, and obviously that's an allusion towards the uh, independence that they were granted. Okay, Not granted, but that they took. So you got me interested. I'm like, well. Now I know that's the benchmark. How big? It's the tallest building in the Western Hemisphere. How tall are other buildings? You know, because I know the listing and the order, but how big? So uh, CN Tower is still a little bit higher. It's eighteen hundred fourteen feet. So it's just like hardly there. It's still hanging in there, though. North America. Yeah, right? that's a that is a respectable run it's had. Yeah, nineteen seventy six, man. Nineteen seventy six. So that's number four for the all-time. So CN Tower is number five on the freestanding structures. And then number four is this uh, Canton t- Tower in China, built two, year, th- two three years ago. Probably and nobody there. Th- probably nobody even goes probably there. Nobody. Number three is my favorite, though. It's Abraj al-Bayt, and it's uh, in Mecca in Saudi Arabia. And it was oh, yeah. two years ago, and it's 1,972 feet. But here's the thing. It's not some giant spire it is like kind of like looks like big ben it's basically this hotel complex like kind of like you know like las vegas how they have like mini paris and stuff like that it basically is that except it's not mini so it's like really big ben (laughs) it's this gigantic clock tower that is almost two thousand feet it's awesome and then number two also built two years ago is the tokyo sky tree and it's uh, 2,080 bon feet. And the funny thing is, if you actually look at the Tokyo Sky Tree, it looks like it's very Tokyo in design, but almost too Tokyo that it looks like it was built in the 60s. It's like, you know, crazy 60s Japanese-style architecture. And then, of course, number one is the Burj Khalifa in, uh, you know, the Dubai. And it was built three years ago. And it is a massive 2,722 feet. Full of Tom Cruise running around on it. Yeah, uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. So those are all freestanding structures. And I was like, well, what about supported structures, you know, that aren't freestanding upon their own, that require uh, wires and stuff like that? And it turns out that there's all these over 2,000 feet um, towers that are right in our backyard in North Dakota, like like two hours away from Winnipeg. (laughs) Like what? The KV, the KVLY TV mast, built in 1963, is 2,064 feet. And there's another one in North Dakota, too, just right there. And these things are, like, ridiculously tall. Like, they're, like, you know, way bigger than the CN Tower. Like, yeah, actually, but these, like, are, feet. these are, like, radio towers. Yeah, radio towers. There's not, like, apartments but, in them. No, but there's actually elevators that go up to the top on these babies. No. <laughs> yeah. No. There's elevators. Oh, I'd puke. I puke even yeah. thinking about it. I know. It's disgusting. And if you see the... So you're like, oh, it's, you know, supported by wires surrounding the thing. No, it's like three wires that are, like, hardly connected <laughs> to the ground. And th- these aren't actually the biggest radio towers in the world. There was one bigger in, in Poland, the Warsaw Tower, but it f- just fell over, you know? Yeah. yeah. You, Surprise. Ukrainians, <laughs> Ukrainians there. Oh, <laughs> Can't <yeah>. build nothing. <laughs> 
Did you did you so, did you connect that wire there, Igor? Yanis <laughs> Nayo. Yeah, that did. No problem. So really, like these, like if someone's up all in the tower, all of your accents are the same. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same. So, anyways, it's like you know, North America is just getting left behind here in these tower buildings. You know, like it's just insane. It's like, oh, why? I guess we don't have the money anymore. It's like, no, we just don't have the slavery anymore. It's <laughs> so true. The Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Um, uh, my uncle used to live in Dubai for about eight years there, and uh, he was telling me about it back when it was called the Burj Dubai before it actually officially opened. And he's like, yeah, it's just slave labor camps basically at the base. They don't go home. They're just foreign workers brought in to work on this building. Well, Safety sounds like the Middle East. So I looked up the price of the Burj Dubai, the Burj Khalifa. It was built for $1.5 billion. That's pretty impressive, right? That sounds like a lot of money. That's a deal. That's dirt yeah, cheap. That's a freaking dirt cheap deal. Do you know how much Yankees... So Yankee Stadium, I'm $1.6 billion. Do you know the new New York football stadium? Like where the Giants and Jet plays? It's like one of the worst stadiums in the league, you'd think. It was built for $1.6 billion. <laughs> so it's like the exact same price as this uh, gigantic... like. Yeah, the True biggest thing ever. architectural, amazing thing ever. It's just like, oh yeah, some baseball stadium. <laughs> it's just like, that's like not impressive at all. Is like the same price. But do you trust so, it? Do you trust it? The Burj? That thing's going to last about eight years. No, really? I don't know, man. If it's built like the way things are built around this part where I am. <laughs> uh the way it basically works is we find whoever will do something as cheap as possible, regardless if they know how to do it or not. Our school had to buy basketball nets, and they yeah. just found slave workers. They're like, yes, we will build you basketball nets. Do you know what they look like? No. But if you pay us this amount of money, our basketball <laughs> nets have fallen apart during games. Support broads have fallen off while we were playing basketball. Pieces of the nets are just falling from the walls. Because they I were going to build it the cheapest. So I do not trust the Burj. Trevor, I guess it's Trevor's the same not thing, like, going in the Burj. <laughs> so speaking of Kuwait and Big Towers, Trevor just sent me the uh, Madinat Al-Harir proposed 25, 250-square-kilometer planned urban area featuring the Mubarak Al-Kabir Tower, which would just put the, the Burj to shame because the Burj is 2,700 feet high. And this one in Kuwait is planning to top out at 3,200 Square, Never uh, going high. to happen. <laughs> Never. And it's it's uh, 1,001 meters uh, t- to reflect the Arabian folktale. 1,001 Arabian nights. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. So that's a, everyone's just like, oh, 1776, 1,001 Arabian nights. So never going that. So, you know, this building isn't built yet. Um, so there's a little link on the Wikipedia called proposed skyscrapers so this has all been the longest setup for a carter segment <laughs> this is a new world record brent i'm gonna cut you out if you keep talking to me called like that proposed skyscrapers no but so we're having we fun go. we're having fun on the way here it's yeah. about the journey you know there's not much payoff here so there's like these amazing <laughs> proposed skyscrapers like the space elevator in uh 1895 science fiction and so you have to scroll your way down to get through all the crap and whatnot but there's like legit uh things that 
are proposed not just out of the works of science fiction, like the Dubai City Tower, which um, is going to be completed in 12 years from now. And it's going to be 7,800 feet tall. <laughs> so the bridge right now is just impossible to think how tall it is. And it's 2,700 feet tall. And this one's 7,800 feet tall. That's tall. That's insane tall. Let's is this the Exceed 4,000? No, that's next. The Exceed <laughs> 4,000 <laughs> was proposed in 1995, obviously in Tokyo. And so the Dubai City Tower actually looks like the Burj. You know, it's a tall spire going to the heavens. But the Exceed 4,000 is... What, have you seen a picture of it, Trevor? Yep. It's Mount Fuji. It is. It's a mountain range built. (laughs) And it would hold one million people inside. And I just all Bon Jovi fans. (laughs) Pretty much. I love all these Asian towers, like the Bionic Tower. And there's one that's proposed in, in in San Francisco called the Ultima Tower. It's a good place for it. Yeah. But, you know, even Canada's... (laughs) Exactly. Let's put the Ultima Tower, which holds... It's 10,500 feet tall. It was proposed in 1991 as a residential commercialist thing, holding one million people. But, you know, even Canada's getting in on the game. Um, Yeah, right. Yeah, from three years ago, they proposed the space elevator, the scaled-down space elevator, 12 miles high. So we're even getting in on that. So good stuff. But all of all those, like the X, what's it called again? The X Tower 4000? That's not getting built. But the Dubai City Tower, keep your eyes out for it, 7,900 I'll probably be able to see it from here. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. You can see, like, the CN Tower from... uh, from like, like Niagara Falls, Calgary. And stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yes. You know, I've, I've got to go to all these. As a kid, I went into a lot of towers. Yeah, the kid. Dauphin High Rise complex was eleven floors. <laughs> exactly, Agassiz Tower. Arabian Nights, like a rape. Sorry, I was just Stop. thinking about that. <laughs> Let's do it. Can we do a week one recap of Neptune's Pride? Okay. Okay. If so in week one, happened, what has happened? Yeah. Well, I think we we talked about it last week that my plan was me and Trevor had a plan to take out this jerk named Iron Mang, where Trevor would uh, really. Iron Man was concentrating his forces on the north border with Trevor, and then I was going to go in through the south and sneak attack him because I already had an alliance with this guy named Iron Man, who we don't know in person, but Brent kind of does. So Trevor's plan was for me to attack in the south, surprise attack him, and then Iron Man would send some of his forces down south to deal with me, and then Trevor could move in from the north, and then we'd meet somewhere in the middle and have a new boundary by eliminating (laughs) Iron Man. But things didn't exactly go to plan. We didn't account for Iron Man's white hot rage against me for betraying him. Well, you didn't. I wouldn't say I wouldn't throw we so fast in there. <laughs> oh. 
Trevor just in any he just used me for for his end goal and spit me out. I really didn't. I will say that I I entered into this thinking that it was going to benefit us both, and then we'd square I off know. and have a fight. He really did. Yeah. I'm not but even lying, Brent. I'm not even lying. <laughs> yeah. I've lost over 600 <laughs> ships in the Battle of Marobe. Many many great soldiers have died on Marobe, and uh, I have nothing to show for it. I actually am minus one star system because yeah, of in this <laughs> great scheme, Carter's lost. So in this great scheme, I've lost I've lost over 600 ships. And one star. Oh, two stars because I invaded you. Oh, yeah, because Trevor just, just about during the podcast, live on the air, I'm talking about like comic books being destroyed in Minnesota. And Trevor has destroyed you by sending in the army. So, needless to say, uh, so I come, I've come out of this thing minus 600 ships, minus one star system. Trevor has come out plus 20 star systems. So that's all you need to know right there. No, plus 22 because he's taking over my crap now because I'm so weakened from sending everything yeah. I got towards Iron Man. So mm-hmm. it's just we're, we're doing this podcast for the fans and the money. We're not doing it because we like each other. We're like an old band. Like yeah, we hate Rolling each. Stones. Yeah. Brent, what are you doing? Each other, yeah. Separate well, dressing rooms. By next week, because of Carter's incompetence, <laughs> <laughs> I need to really start. Amp- I was just laying back, having a good time. But now there's this Zorb threat of Trevor just sweeping Trevor across. Trevor is Zorb. So Carter's wife, she's going to have to pay for his sins because she's just sitting right in the middle of everything. And we need her stuff. If and I were you, I'd take out her mother and star, like, oh. find her mother star and attack it. And, you know, a man's got to defend his woman. So I started going after Brent last night because he, he started attacking her. I think of what course, we should we do all, is we, we should have yeah. we should have if Neptune's could, Pride yeah. recap at the end of every podcast. Yeah. yeah, we should have a warning saying if you want to listen from this point on, there is nothing that you want to hear unless you're into yeah. this. I see what you did. You sent it af- a day after. You sent it after the money went by, so I wouldn't get my stuff. Well, now I'm not giving you yours. See, <laughs> see how you like that. <laughs> No, oh. I said you sent me B3 after production so I didn't get the $50 towards my daily cash. You will have to wait a day for your scanning as what you gave me is useless for a day. You're clever. <laughs> mm, I am a psychopath. I believe, I believe my own lies. <laughs> Do you want to read the whole thing again? <laughs> well, I, uh, okay. Did you say I hate women? No. But what if you I did? did. Well, in maybe real send life. Me fi- maybe okay, send me $50 in-game or else I could start to turn this. <laughs> well, you're already Brent, just, coming to kill me, so. Brent, you know, can you, do you have the power to just stop the game right now? You are the, the game administrator. Yeah. Or I can just stop it right now. <laughs> Save us all a lot of headaches and heartbreak and wasted time. I considered that, but I'd feel bad. No, it'd be the ultimate. I think grief. Trevor'd be more upset. Oh, yeah, Trevor would w- never talk to us again. <laughs> Did, were you guys like the guys who, if you were losing like Super Nintendo, you'd turn it off? I lost my soul once doing that. <laughs> that's that's been a recurring theme on this podcast. I've never heard the full story. You never will. We always keep you out of the loop. <laughs> 
Oh, Trevor's making a beeline to my home planet right now. I just saw. Darn it. You can't even keep your home planet protected from... Oh. Well, because we had a truce. And let the borders down, you know? Carter, I sent you various emails today saying I'm going to kill you today. I, I woke up, let the dogs out. <laughs> Trevor. And then I went downstairs to podcast, and here I am reading these emails. Well, I've been watching be Man Tracker all day, sending you emails. <laughs> <laughs> know your land, know your prey. 